Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I've got my awesome, awesome co-host here. How are you doing, Paul Presenza? Doing pretty well, doing moveless, you might even say. All right, and we've got our awesome two guests here. We've got two guests on this, so I'm really excited. Uh, first off, uh, ladies first, we got Liz Fletcher here. How are you doing, Liz? I'm doing great, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. And then next, we've got John Ward of Dark Park Films. How are you doing, hey. John? That's what it says right there. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm good. I, I'm very excited to be reviewing Star Wars tonight. Yes. No, yeah. we did that already. That was so oh, did we do? Yes, oh, we shit, did I watched Star the wrong Wars. movie. Oh, this is dang. the same thing. We have been misinformed. <laughs> mm. This is pretty much the same thing. You mean to tell me yeah. I had to watch The Last Jedi Don't for nothing? Me laugh, Paul. Yeah, you watched The Last Jedi for nothing. Yeah, no, they I'm, did Star Wars. I'm out of here. Off this movie so much with all that stuff. Yeah, they ripped the movies off completely. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So, what we're going to be talking about here is the, uh, I think, what year was it? 2011 is when I yes. think. Yes. Yep, yep. 2011 yep. film by Ted Mooring. Um, which is well, there's two there's two titles for it. The one we watched on Tubi is called Reptoids Walk Among Us, but it's also called Invasion of the Reptoids um, as well. So, uh, and it's funny because John actually watched the regular version, not the not the one we watched. So it's going to be even more I, fun I because we can discuss that, like the difference, because there is there are some big differences from what I've understood. Yeah, you you missed like all the big special effects, all the nudity, all the crazy stuff. Oh, the, man. Uh, extended version, John. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. As I'm sure both versions of this are better than The Last Jedi. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine with whatever. I, I Absolutely. Watch. I'm so. with you there. All right. Well, you guys, it hurts to laugh. <laughs> exploding naked puppet scene alone is worth it well you're 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 in yeah you're in for a night list just, just get ready because there's gonna go ahead and take some pain <laughs> you might need to because you're gonna be laughing a lot most likely oh my gosh but okay. until then uh we'll be right back after some mood music And we are back, uh, and we're here to talk about uh, Reptoids Walk Among Us, which Paul and I actually watched on Sunday because we were supposed to be doing it before, but unfortunately, the guest that we had got sick, like literally sick, and couldn't the movie. Continue. It was after. It was after the movie. So that's a little it's weird. A little queasy after watching Which, it. Let's let face it. it up. Let's face it. The movie should have been called "Reptoids Slowly, Very, Very Slowly Walk <laughs> Among Us," and nobody bothers to get away from them. I, I, you know what? That reminds me very much of your. Uh, what was the movie you made me watch? Uh, the, the Aztec Mummy. All the no, Aztec no, 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 no. Like I was that. even thinking the other one that you got mad at me because I did not give it a ten and you thought it was a thirty. Oh God, Creeping Terror. Here, Creeping Terror, which is the same. I love Creeping Terror. See? It is. It is. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. I even made sure. my own soundtrack from it. 
Because there's sure. like no dialogue. It, it's it's the, the guy's speaking to you throughout the whole film. He like narrates it. Well, there was a, a soundtrack. He just lost it. <laughs> well, yeah. But now you got the now you just got the guy narrating it. And I have it on Blu-ray with the creep behind oh, the camera. Which oh, is it's a great documentary. Of. Great documentary. So, I mean, I love the creeping terror. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It is. So, but, Still a 10, though. But it's one of those movies where... The, the people one. just stand there while the thing goes grr, grr, and like walks very slowly oh, because they're paralyzed. They're paralyzed with fear. They, they that's uh, that's the terror of the creeping terror. You can't run. See, he justifies everything. But like, <laughs> can you just hey, is that is that the terror that's in reptoids? Because like, literally that's half the movie. As people yeah. just stand there. Oh, that's because you can't run in that damn costume. And it's the same thing in Creeping Terror. They had like six teenagers under there on their hands and knees <laughs> moving that carpet sample, moving like, you know, one foot every half hour. So you couldn't move or else, you know, they'd never catch anyone. The same thing here. We got to get we got to get John on for Patreon only of the Creeping Terror and hear oh, his, yeah. hear his oh, yeah. thoughts on it. We'll do that next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, no one I, I, thought that was the worst movie she ever saw, of course, until I burst that bubble for her. I, I, I just got done watching the, the Dahmer series that, that's on uh, oh, yeah, Netflix. That and, and I was thinking um, that they, they should do a remake of They Saved Hitler's Brain and it should be They Saved Dahmer's <laughs> Brain. And it goes into a guy and he's got the stitching around his head and he's got nice. Dahmer. So that way you don't have to have a guy who looks like Dahmer. You can just have anybody doing it. So I love like they saved Hitler's brain and the creeping terror and all those movies. I think they're all, all awesome. So, and so would you classify of, of, this as one of the type of movies like that? No, because it wasn't made during that time period. Right. So but it wasn't that made, time period, but like it's, it's made a, to look a like a throwback though. It's definitely a throwback. Yeah. I mean, the version I saw is black and white. Uh, I think it's 53 minutes, I want to say, maybe. Yeah. And, and and so, obviously, Ted is trying to encompass those type of movies. But no, I, I wouldn't put it... These type of things are their own thing, where you go out and purposely make a bad movie. They, okay. Unless you're like Lost Skelton of Cadaver. Yeah, well, that's a parody. Um. So here, here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that doesn't count. Invasion of the Reptoids, the one that you saw, right? You said it was 53 minutes. The okay. one that we saw was an hour and 13 minutes. What? Yeah. So it was 20 minutes more. Uh, well, so, Conrad Brooks goodness. And yeah, or other stuff, you know. Um, and Stripey Girl. Yeah. <laughs> he kept calling her Stripey Girl when we were watching it. <laughs> Yeah, she is there anything more with her because she dies off screen. There, there was the, there was Tubby Guy and there was there no, was she died stripey girl John Link. Wait, in yours she died off screen? The the reptoid goes for her, like she's like standing past the camera, I guess, and the reptoid goes for her and they're like, whatever her name is, Susan, watch out. And and then you hear her go, ah all off screen. And then it cuts oh. to the next shot. I don't remember. And I'm like, what? well, that's weird. Yeah, no, that she's we, the we, only one not to get the stuff on her face. We see the attack. It's just nobody bothers to help her, and she doesn't bother to move. So right, Liz, what uh, you just saw it? Like we saw it on Sunday, so we might be a little, you know, off on that. But you just saw it. Did she? Did was there more to her death or not? Really? Or is what? I don't remember. Honestly, I just watched it today. And I don't remember that part. 
Like, mm-hmm. I remember her getting killed because I was because both me and Paul were like, oh, man, she was like our favorite character. Like, we thought she'd be the final girl. You she know? wasn't the girl with like the magenta hair, right? Yes, she Stripey was. girl. She wore the stripes. Oh, that girl? Yeah. yeah. She Okay, I do remember her dying earlier on. She said magenta. <laughs> I just see her in black and white. See, that's the thing. You saw her in black <laughs> no, and white. I and, yeah. recognize her by her wild magenta fiery hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta see it. You gotta see it because it's in color and it looks like it's kind of cool looking. I should I contact mean, Ted and see if there's an actual physical copy of it. So, yeah. He, he, I mean, I, I ordered this from, you know, oldies. Yeah. So and this, what does that this, come with? Zombies, uh, on, zombies on the Loose, on the loose oh, yeah. by Conrad yeah. Brooks. And hey, so, you, you get Conrad Brooks in full living color. You, you know, yeah. you gotta like that. So, oh, Liv, yeah, yeah. do you know Conrad Brooks at all? I, I'm not familiar with him, but I was looking him up because um, it, at the end of the credits, it said that it was um, filmed in West Virginia. Right. So I went to Facebook because that's where I know everybody from. And I guess maybe he's not on there, but. Well, no, Conrad's um, passed away. He passed away. Yeah, yeah sadly but, he died. Yeah. Oh. Land from outer space and a whole bunch of Ed Wood movies is where he kind of made his infamy. And after that, he pretty much floated around in a whole bunch of different independent films. Yeah. Um, kind of mostly being himself, which was actually wonderful because he's just I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> kind of sweet little old man. And he's always in these movies and he's always pretty awful, but it doesn't matter. He adds so much fun to all these movies. He's yeah. So I was trying to find out because in, in the movie, he's got a cat. Right. And I was trying to think if that was Ted's cat or if that was um, red. red. And so I asked John Johnson, who worked with him and has gone up to his house and everything. And I said, what was, you know, uh, Conrad Brooks's uh, cat's name? And he couldn't remember the, the cat's name or whatever and stuff. So uh, I said red and he said it might be, but he can't he can't say for sure. Wouldn't surprise me at all. I figured I mean, because he was holding the cat. says red is red. Right. right. So red is red was red. Red played red, you know. So yeah, Con- Conrad's an interesting guy. Um, I mean, he's in the movie Ed Wood, the Tim Burton film. Mm-hmm. He plays the bartender. And um, I had a whole bunch of conversations with him 2000 when I was doing my Ed Wood fandom documentary. And he was the one who warned me about everybody. And uh-huh. as he kept trying to sell me all of his VHS movies. Yeah, and, that's what, that's and, how he made his money. Yeah. And, and he would not fly because he was actually going to be in a film that I was making and uh, he would only take the train. And and the one person that he kept warning me about was Paul Marco. So uh, uh, who, yeah, those who, two really didn't like each other. No, no. In fact, Paul, uh, uh, this is really like the when the Internet was fresh and it was really just email is I, I had two columns on this list on this email of of actors that I contacted and actors that I haven't. And Conrad's was right above Paul's. And just for no reason at all, it's just how I typed it up. And when I spoke to Paul Marco on, on the phone, he like freaked out. And, and I mean, it was really like, you know, Martin Landau was Bell Lugosi and Ed Wood when the guy goes, can I get your autograph? He's like, fuck you. And that's pretty much what, what 
you know, Paul Marco was doing is fuck you. How dare you have Conrad's name above mine? Do you know who I am? My name goes above his. And then when I told Conrad that, he's like, yep, that's Paul. Because you know? <laughs> there were two camps of, of Ed Wood people who thought they owned everything. And Conrad right. was on one right. side and Paul was on the other. That's so. Yeah, it was a, a but I mean, I talked to a whole bunch of these people back then. Yeah, I talked to I talked to uh, Conrad back in 2010 or nine or something. And I wanted or even earlier, maybe even 2008. But I wanted him for a movie I was going to do called Plan uh, uh, Plan B from Outer Space. And it wasn't going to be about later. I started getting those jokes about is it about a pregnancy test from Outer Space or something? And I was like. No, but that's a great idea. I should throw <laughs> that in there. I don't know, but that plan wasn't a the... failed, so you had to move to plan B. Yeah, plan A failed, so you had to move well, to plan Liz, B kind of thing. Suffice to say, if if Conrad Brooks is in your movie, you know two things. You know, a the budget's going to be very very low, and b <laughs> it's going to be a stinker. It's gonna well, be a I mean, stinker. I had him attached to it. I had, uh, I had Joe Fleischaker uh from trauma attached to it like i had all these people and i had a guy that said he had money you know and he could fund my project and everything and then when it came down to like hey can we start getting this going he said oh i don't have any money <laughs> like and i was like you just told me you were giving me all this money he was like so you oh, had no, to go to no. plan c what huh? yeah i had, had to, to go, go to plan, plan c, c. <laughs> and then brad pitt called you and said hey that's plan b is my production company so so yeah now you can't use it <laughs> then, copyright infringement to make this even more fun we've got john link in this film too who is also a guy who's in a whole bunch of weird stinky movies and you know it's kind of the same thing he was the guy with no teeth and the shotgun who is always oh like oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> sort of playing the hill yeah. Oh my hey, Liz, was that your first time watching him too? Yeah. <laughs> he is He's like pretty much guy. the same in all those. This movies. has been such a memorable, awesome day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's John Link, and then there the sheriff was played by George Stover. Stover. So yeah. all three of those guys are in a lot of Ted's movies. The great Stover, yeah. Yeah. And George also has been interested in working with me too. So I'd love to work with him. You know, I gotta, gotta get him while I can. He's in Maryland. So he's not too far away from Virginia. Oh, yeah. We're talking three old stinky movie veterans who will work for peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, both John Link and Conrad Brooks are no longer yeah, with us. John and, Link died yeah. this year too, I think. Yeah. So it's kind of sad, or I think it might've been last year, but it's like, you know, sometime soon. <clears throat> And uh, I'm I miss him already because I I adore how like you don't you don't direct John Link you just let him go <laughs> unleash him you just unleash him to the camera because well, he funny is because you know while this movie was made I didn't know that it was West Virginia I'm like is this Kentucky is this Pennsylvania maybe it's Pennsylvania and then they're like <laughs> oh it's West Virginia like oh West Virginia ding 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 okay yep. this sense. Pennsylvania or was it West Virginia is pretty much uh Kentucky and Pennsylvania combined that whole Appalachian yeah. area is very similar so yeah yeah I mean Liz you've worked on uh films on both you know in Kentucky and West Virginia have you done ones in Pennsylvania yet I have not well not yet you will, I'm Not sure. Yet. I'm sure it's coming. I, there's <laughs> a lot of a lot of stuff going on for me right now. So, and, and Steve Rodzinski, get uh, get her on, get her one of your Carousel. There you go. Three. There you go. <laughs> Carousel three. <Here> <laughs> 
Hey, I'll, uh, I'll do it. I know you will, because uh, that's, you know, that's the beauty of, uh, of independent film, you know, it's just yeah, going out there and having fun and enjoying it. Absolutely. And that's all- Although, to be honest, I think Steve is Pittsburgh, which is a little further north and west of that that area. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, he's Pennsylvania, though. He's a- but, but what about Ted Mooring? Where is he located? Where is he headquartered? Is he, um, is he like that part of Appalachia in general or is he from Pennsylvania or uh, do you Let's know? Find, where- I can find out in two well, seconds. Some of those locations he's had in other films like that house. That's in like Camp Blood 666. And See, it's I wondered about that. I, mm-hmm. I knew he directed that. It's just, I kept thinking maybe that was Conrad Brooks's house. You know? Okay, so he's from, I guess, Pennsylvania. Because I see all these check-ins to Pennsylvania, like, you know, all over. So, I mean, maybe in that area. So he's probably, he probably went to West Virginia because that's where Conrad Brooks's house is. And at that yeah. time, Conrad... Uh-huh really couldn't go very far well yeah maybe most of the film was shot in ted's area and then the the scene that you have up there for your background was shot at, at conrad brooks's place maybe i'm because ted, sure. ted told me that like with george he went to his house not for this necessarily but for other stuff is that he would drive out to george's house too and it's to shoot his stuff. i don't know whether you guys picked it up but there were several scenes where it looked like they were outside, but then you looked a little closer and you're like, wait a second, is that a green screen? Like they would yep. shoot outside and there's like a river, but then you look and it's like, the water's not moving. There's no motion. Did they green screen this outdoor shot? And then if they did, why? It's free to shoot outdoors. I don't know, because remember we saw a car driving by at one yeah, point at one point it was like i i don't think so i don't think ted can afford a green screen yeah oh, it's easy you just have one you put it up there and then you just you get an image and you, you project it on there that's cheap i mean the i mean the reason why i say that is because when like i have the the machete from camp blood 666 because that was through a friend of mine when we made clown motel massacre that was mm-hmm. his machete so that was philip's machete and Ted wanted to use a machete, but told David Sterling he couldn't find a machete. <laughs> Where all you have to do is go to Freight Harbor or something, and, and you could buy one right. for like, I think it was like $10. Yeah. And so David asked Philip to mail him the machete <laughs> to using Camp Blood 666. That would probably cost and, more to mail him a machete oh, than him to go yeah, buy I, one. Yeah, I think so. Right. And then it got mailed back to me, and then it was used in both Axmas films. So that nice. machete has definitely made its rounds. But it, it's so that's why I mentioned I don't think you could afford a green screen because if you can't afford a, a $10 machete at, at, and I'm not putting him down, it, it's just he just doesn't want to spend any money. Well, the thing is, if you chose to do it inside on a green screen, the reason you would do that, that I would think, is for sound reasons. Because it's easier yes. to control the sound inside a building than it is outside. Jonathan, you remember the issues we had with sound all the time? No, I, I think I even told Liz outside. about those yesterday. Yeah, filming outside yeah. is a nightmare. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah we, were, yeah, we were just talking about that yesterday, how... Um, filming outside is just it's so well for the most part yeah almost everything has to be a good you have a good sound person or yeah you could do adr you can go back and do that but if you're trying to do it on the cheap sometimes it's just easier to throw up a green tarp 
shoot it inside and then project an image on there and bada bing you're outside yeah all you need is, is a is like a sheet like a green sheet yeah. it doesn't even have to be a green screen that right. you buy off of yeah. amazon and and the only re, you know it, it can really actually be almost any color as long as it doesn't match what the person is wearing right. green is just you the color get, that most people don't own you can that's get why green it used to be blue, blue. Yeah. tarps at like you know lows for right. like you'd have to change your shirt john but you know well like, my shirt is gray is it gray it looks green to me i don't it's know gray. a grayish green that's why i'm always on camera with a gray shirt he's on because the, it doesn't the match odd one since the rest of us are are cool in our black tops here see like, thank like you Paul for calling my marvel blue. shirt cool <laughs> yeah. that that of is? course marvel yeah. is cool See, she's on my side. I love it. <laughs> These two are not on the our tick, side. Baby, that's the only superheroes I like. We're the young ones. They're the oldies. So the old right. fogies who complain about this stuff all the time. <laughs> Can't stand Marvel. <sighs> I know. How give me, give me, you? give me, give me everything <laughs> from Endgame back, and I'm fine. Anything from past in game is garbage to me so everything from phase four is awful it, it's uh -huh. it's they don't know okay. what they're doing i don't uh, like any I mean, of it no. uh, yeah. don't leave don't leave I, i'm not leaving i'm <laughs> agreeing with the past phase three part I, I i will say i'm not as much of a fan of a lot of this stuff i will say it's hit or miss for me so she hulk I'm, come on no, that that's. Oh, I've heard. I haven't even watched it, but I've heard it's horrible. I'm only watching the Daredevil scene tomorrow, so you know. Which they've already I'm, shown. You could just watch that scene. I on know, YouTube. but I'm not. I already I'm not, did. I know. I, I'd oh, rather dear, watch it when I watch the thing. Veering from our topic, kids. I oh, jeez, oh, jeez, uh, Paul, you're well, the I, one who's I, telling I, us. Well, <laughs> I know that's bad. You with your poster of us. We're not promoting us here. No, that's Conrad <laughs> Brooks. See, is that Conrad? No, that's like no, George that's Stover. George. Oh, that's George Stover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even Conrad's better. on mine with the. So well, I can now. I'm going to say to get us back on, since Paul brought that up, back back on topic. Um, that uh, your two pictures match my soundtrack to the movie. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Which is the best thing in the movie? I think. I'm about to soundtrack. say. Yeah, the music is killer. Mm -hmm. nice nice yeah ted sent me this so there's there's paul's and then there's jonathan's right yeah there. mine was yeah so i found and the uh, uh i guess the honestly, soundtrack some of the camera work i thought was pretty good too some of the shot yeah. selection some of the shot setups i thought were pretty good it's his just, wide shots looked really good yeah. yeah it's just you know the incredibly cheap special effects and makeup and then the story itself is kind of dull okay all right so let's 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 see if uh, Liz, do you want to do that? Do you want to tell us oh. the story? Or the do you not want to? I mean, it. it's like overall, it's just, I feel like it had a very 50s ish horror vibe to it. Mm -hmm. I loved the synthesizer music. Uh, it's basically a film about aliens that are going around killing people and nobody's quite sure what's going on and then in the very end uh when the last couple people that are still alive are there this other alien comes zaps the other alien 
and says, sorry, he's going to need to be rehabilitated. And then they just leave. Yeah, the alien wearing the black chucks is the one who shoots the alien wearing the, <laughs> the plastic on the on his shoes. Yeah, apparently Ted couldn't afford booties for, for two aliens. No, none of the, the stuff lasted because you could tell the one guy's stuff was just falling apart as the picture continued. Yeah, because it's right, you can see him right there. He's he's wearing yeah. just the white, like little booties. Yeah. But the other guy, yeah, he had like sneakers or something <laughs> on it. You, you could actually see the laces kind of and moving then around. Ted himself appears as a sort of hybrid alien. Um, he's the one with the extremely expensive uh, makeup and, and costume, mm -hmm. where it's him and a turtleneck with some bug eyes and a sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, and the whole time he's just like, because he was the one who was like, at first, uh, John Link like meets him or whatever, and he starts going, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" You know, right? And it's just, and it's just, it's such a strange thing. And then they they do it again. It's like the same scene over, but yeah. with more people. <laughs> you know, it's just like so that guy and nobody. He doesn't explain anything at first, you know. And I'm just like, what is he doing here? Why? Like, what is going I, on? <laughs> I got that the Ted alien was basically like the the martian from the day the earth stood still which is like you're you're not worth saving like you're not worth anything you know so oh, we're wow. just gonna leave that that's what i got from him honestly i don't yeah. quite get what his character was at all frankly um i got the first alien the first alien is the escapee who's running around killing people because yeah. shits and gigs and i got the last one because he's there to like bring the alien back and rehabilitate him and stop stop being a naughty alien and killing all of these ridiculous humans, <laughs> you know. But who, why the hybrid, and how, who, how did that become a hybrid? How did that become a thing? It's because Ted wanted to be in his own movie, so he created this character to allow himself to do that. Because if I had a chance to work with uh, Conrad Brooks and John Link and George Stover, I would do the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would just try to make a more a character that made a little more sense but it's all right well he yeah. did say at one point too that they've been living here a lot longer than we have right which i'm just like I, you why know, do they like, have a spaceship right and like why does a spaceship land then you know what would they do, do i they mean maybe leave? there's an Maybe there's an alien embassy here somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> and by well, spaceship, did it I land? Mean, I thought it I mean, upside-down plate, no. by the way. That was clearly an upside-down plate. Well, they did some nice... That was some good force perspective right there with, you know, the right next to the ship right next to the and camera. The little fake hole that they put in there, that was fun. Yeah, and they, they had the guy do kind of like the foot in, and then it cuts before the foot goes down. Right. So and then that they cuts go down to them... To into the basement. a basement with lots of tarps. <laughs> and then you see Edward X. Young uh, in the beginning of the movie, like as some um, bum who's trying to, you know, or whatever. Did you see that, uh, John? Was that I in don't your think, movie? No, I saw him in the credits and I'm like, wait, I, I didn't remember seeing. Okay, like so a... in the actual, in our movie, so the one that's on Tubi, he's in the movie, in the beginning of the movie, he's like drunk and believe like, it or not, but, you know, whatever, walking around <laughs> and then he goes down to the thing and sees the alien. The alien comes after him. Oh, wait, shoot he's him. a bum? Yeah, I guess he's a bum. You know? Oh, by the, by the he, fire. And he's got like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's drinking sets, the beer. and He's the guy that sets the tone by not bothering to defend himself or get out of the way. Yeah. 
Okay, I, I didn't think that he was a bum. I just that's that... what he was listed as bum or something. Okay, like yeah, that. in the credits, bum. Okay, I, uh, all right, yes, that's in the film. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. He first sees the the UFO land, right? He's the and first then he victim. gets killed, and then the guy and girl find it. The and teacher and the young girl, whoever she is. The, the other thing they don't is give her the tone identity. Kind of <laughs> swings back and forth. Sometimes it's like they're trying to do this movie seriously. And other times, it, they seem to like, we're having just shits and giggles and fun here, guys. Check it out. It's like, you know, when they, he goes and he attacks the one woman who's hanging up her laundry, you know, he kills her. And then the husband comes back, sees her dead body, and then just picks up the dog carry and says, now I gotta eat me a critter. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that was... Fuck? That was odd. I guess he didn't um, like his wife a lot. So yeah, he I mean, didn't care that's... about his wife. He just cared about eating. He had to vegetarian eat hot dogs. Right. Yeah. Not not sure how he figured that out by just looking at the so movie. Like, okay. So Maybe that's why he didn't care that his wife was dead. Is that she wanted him to like become a vegetarian and he's pissed or off vegan. Or... Vegan or yeah, she whatever he's doing. She cared about him, but he didn't care about her because when she no. died, she was just like, screw this. I gotta, I'm going to eat myself a, some meat. A varmint. <laughs> um, that was that weird. Of, uh, the chick- because a lot of the earlier part of the movie seemed to be played straight, it mm. sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was kind of jarring. And I'm like, wait a second here. What is yeah. going on? Um, so the, the girl who was hanging up the... Um, uh what is it the the laundry laundry and stuff uh that was lisa lovecraft and mm-hmm. um i don't know much about her but apparently she got like like an and you know credit kind of thing so she's apparently got a name to herself or something there you go. I, I didn't even look and see what um i'm sure this movie is what gave her that big name <laughs> this was the one that started it all yeah. baby what did there she have go. against that laundry i mean she was just throwing it in, in you know in that basket i mean that's well, that clearly poor laundry was being abused. Dealing with his underwear, it was like two pieces of underwear and then a bunch of sheets. You know? Oh, maybe. Oh, but his underwear, I guess, would be clean. I could see her being mad when it wasn't clean. That's true. Maybe that's, that's why true. she wanted him to eat the vegetarian hot dogs, is because of what she found in his underwear. Exactly. That she then had to clean. And, Stop and making so, so much work for me, buddy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm getting her anger now. I'm, I'm feeling it. Okay. Start feeling it. Stop sharding your shorts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get it. Yeah. So, you know, I See, mean, Liz is laughing. She has a son, don't you? So you have to go through this. So much pain right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, you you uh, does your son does your son have to do with the you have to do his laundry and everything. So you you get it. You know. Um Are you gonna me? Yeah, you. I'm not talking to Paul. <laughs> Paul doesn't have guys a... don't do laundry. I don't know. Do you just uh, anyway, whatever. I, I was just trying to <laughs> ask Paul's question. Um, so uh, I guess so. Yeah, there's some there's some camp. There's some a lot of seriousness, you know, in this yeah. movie. And I think that also brings to the camp, you know, like they take this stuff seriously. Like if you saw a guy walking like that, you know, that that looked like the reptoid, you probably laugh. Like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. at him, you know, you oh, wouldn't be scared. I don't, 
I might run because it's like, what is some psychopath dress like that for? You know, get away from it. Be right, like right. following a guy in a clown suit. <laughs> that's, you, that's you know, kind of you just you just want to issue. get away from that person. Just leave that's me alone, dude. Kind of the main that's issue that I have with the movie is the tonality switches so much. You know, just like you know, Conrad Brooks himself. Okay, you know, he invites the one guy in to his house, and then proceeds for the next fifteen minutes to tell him to go away. Go away, leave, leave me alone, leave me alone. I'm like, dude, you just invited him in. Why right. You do that. And and on top of that, he <laughs> talks to the guy. And then like after the guy leaves, he talks to himself for like, you know, a few minutes. And then if you watch all the way to the end credits of our version, he has like an outtake where he just talks to him to the refrigerator for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> was, was see, I, I didn't get that. I, I got oh. basically what, what's on Jonathan's picture is. He, he's outside the uh, Paul Marco cop, who I think just kind of disappears in my version, um, comes up and says, hey, you can't be out here. And Conrad's, Conrad's looking at a cue card, obviously, because if the camera is where my <laughs> camera would be, he's looking like this going, I'm a hunter. Don't you realize I'm a hunter? That's and one of my favorite to, bits. Yeah, um, and, and he keeps saying that with his BB gun. And, uh, and then the alien kills him it was like mr army man you know why are you know i'm a hunter you know i i'm gonna be hunting over here all ad-libbed it all had to be ad-libbed oh, i'm was, sure i'm it, sure you don't you don't once again you don't give conrad lines you just let him let him go you know him <laughs> and john blank you just hero of micro budget movies <laughs> hell yeah uh, I mean, you know, who needs to write paper? You know, they're trying to save paper, you know, obviously. They're just like the ad-libbing is best anyway. What was that? Ad-libbing is best anyway. It feels a little bit more natural to me when you have some freedom with what they want you to say. Uh, and, you, you know, gotta pay me though, Johnny. Yeah, well, you know what? That is one of the things that I love uh, when I write and direct is I'm okay with ad-libbing and changing the lines around a little bit. I'm not okay with changing the lines completely, you know, where right, they don't right. make any sense right. or anything. But if it, you know, anything to make it sound natural, um, Jackie and I, when we would work together, a lot of times we would change, you know, she wanted, you know, she'd be like, I I feel weird saying that. I'd be like, okay, um, say it the way you want to say it. And she'd be like, okay. So. And I, I got to say, Jonathan, that's been one of the better things working with you as somebody who's not really a, not at all a professional actor, is the fact that, I, you saw when I was always freaking out, it was about memorizing lines, and you were like, well, it doesn't have to be exact. But yeah. some directors are like that. You have to do, it has to be exact. You know what I mean? If, if I write it, you're saying it. It's that simple. It, it's If if, if the character is supposed to say fuck, 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 and you only go fuck, fuck, no, cut, try it again. That's three fucks that's in the script. No I took the time to write it. You took, you, you know, you could take the time to memorize it. Kevin Smith is that same way. Jonathan loves Kevin Smith. Ben Affleck has and, talked about that many times. How a slave driver. Well, <laughs> in, 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 in yeah, Kevin yeah, Smith's defense, Affleck work. can't improv worth crap. You know, his improv goes off and says stupid shit. And even though he's he's a great writer. You know, Goodwill Hunting is amazing, you know, yeah. but. Well, allegedly, I mean, as far as we know, you know, Matt Damon wrote that. <laughs> but that's a good point, though. I mean, you look at somebody like like Conrad Brooks. The man's been in a million movies. Of course, they're all stinky and terrible, but that's OK. He knows how to ad lib. You know, you look at some of these other guys who have 
instant clout, like a Gary Busey, you know, Eric Roberts, Eric Roberts, you know, even a Neil Breen or a Tommy Wiseau, just having them in your movie gives you instant clout. And it doesn't really matter if they say the lines perfectly or not. They're you just let them go, wind them up, let them go. And they'll be just fine. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I mean, the, the, <laughs> what I will say about that is for, for Axmas, when John, who played the killer Santa, my script was all full of Freddy Krueger one-liners and it, and it sucked. And John said, well, let me do the one-liners. And he just did them. And it's some of the funniest stuff in there. So I will say, yeah, you don't have to do it exactly. But if you could show me that your stuff is better than what I wrote, then go for it. That's fine. But if it's as simple <laughs> as I walked around the corner and then it just becomes, I walked round a corner, you know, and it's like, no, cut. No, 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 of course not. Um, you know, that's, that's what we're saying is like, you know, sometimes that that's why I thought it was weird with, with Conrad Brooks in, in that scene that you have there is it looked like he was reading off the cue cards, but at the same time, it looked like he was ad-libbing because I can't imagine cue cards with the word Hunter in it 50 times. Well, I imagine it's probably both. They probably had cue cards and he either ignored them or he couldn't see them or something. You know what I mean? Let's see them. Yeah, you, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> getting so old, you're just like, hey, my eyesight's not as good. I'll uh I'll I'll make stuff up. <laughs> I see the word hunter. I'm gonna use that word. Twenty <laughs> times. It's gonna be used. And then you, you know, and then you can cut around it and everything, and then Ted's just like throw it all in there. You know, like and he had extra that he used at the end. That's the fun part. Well, yeah, but you said you, John, you said you didn't see the a lot of Conrad Brooks. You only saw that one scene. I think it's it's just outside stuff. I don't think that there's a, and I didn't watch it to the very I don't think. No, I did watch it because it went back to the main menu. So well, you're going to have to pull it up on Tubi and watch the extended version because it uh, it's a little more fun, I think. Yeah. See, and, I think the reason why I like the version I saw black and white 53 minutes is because it's tight. Yeah. You know, that that it's it's not boring. It's entertaining. It's kind of fun. You know, I told it's always fun when you talk to the filmmakers and, and they go, did you like my film? And you go, yeah, I thought it was fun. And they're like, really? really? <laughs> and it's like, OK, I didn't. I mean, it's it's like they even know their film kind of sucks. Right. But but I think this was enjoyable. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Well, you're you're going to agree that it was fun for you. I I enjoyed it. It was really uh, like paul said like it it went between being serious to being what's going on here kind of thing and i i enjoyed that i i liked it i mean i liked it too probably not for the reasons that it wanted you to like it but i <laughs> well, liked yeah. it anyway <laughs> um it's funny because like when paul looks at a movie these days I think he thinks, is this a good movie or is this a stinky movie or is this a meh movie? And so, like, you know, we've got those. That's why we created the stinkometer. I have famously said to Moody, and some people know this, but some people don't. I love movies that are great, great films. You know, your your Stanley Kubrick's and all those kind of things. And I love movies that are horrible. Your Ed Woods and less. I hate the stuff in the middle. I hate mediocrity. nothing bores me more than mediocrity and the cardinal sin of filmmaking and i always said is to be boring and mediocre films boring if you're gonna fail fail spectacularly and make me happy no make me entertain that's all i want you know 
yeah i mean i i very much agree on that on the on the term i mean but see here's the difference is because what i think is you know what you think is mediocre some people might actually enjoy you know or whatever like you, you don't like marvel. Their horizons a bit marvel <laughs> or you know star wars or whatever you're not into that stuff like at all you know <laughs> period martin scorsese um, doesn't even think the marvel movies are movies exactly yeah, but i mean some of the stuff and he's I one of our greatest really watch i can watch Same thing can... with uh, francis ford coppola he was like oh that stuff is just garbage Right. And and look at those guys, though. Those are guys are the people who don't make that kind of movie, you know, okay. and that's fine. You know, go ahead and say that if you're not going to be if, if you don't want have it want anything to do with Marvel, that's fine. And you can say it. Um, but even Tarantino has never said anything. Tarantino loves Marvel. You know, I don't know if he loves the movies now or, or whatever, but he loves, you know, he, he grew I'm, up on the comics. I know? just would much rather. If I'm going to spend the money, I would much rather watch a stinky Ted Mooring movie that fails than watch a mediocre Star Wars or mediocre Marvel movie that they didn't really care about. They have a built-in audience and they just throw out whatever garbage they have because it's yeah. just easy and they have a built-in fan base and they know people are going to show up no matter what. And it's like, bleh. Ooh. Paul, tell us how you really feel. Yeah, please, Paul. Don't don't hold Welcome back. Welcome to Indie Film Cafe where Paul burns every bridge he's ever walked across in his life. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you to a point. I just think everything Disney does sucks. And and it's horrible. Yep. And Disney is is basically the devil when it comes yes. to movies. They they you know. have and, and so is Paramount when it comes to Star Trek. But it, it, it's every Star Wars film that has been under, you know, Kathleen Kennedy has sucked. And has failed. Every show has failed, and every Marvel thing has failed. I mean, just ultimately failed. So it's really once these things become like Fox, they're coming out with a brand new Planet of the Apes movies. Oh my God, I was so excited and I went, Fuck, Fox is Disney now. Now it's gonna suck, and 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 I just have that feeling that this new trilogy is going to be awful because it's, you know, it's Disney. And, and well, and it's also the same goddamn thing. They, they nobody wants to make original films, and that's the other thing. This is an original sort of film. It's a throwback film, yes, but this isn't like going back and revisiting the movie he made ten times already. You know what I mean? Right. But it's nice to see things that are. I mean, I love the Planet of the Apes films. It's my all-time favorite series, and we're talking from the first film cartoons tv show all the way up until the last movie so i'm happy that there's another one coming out because i still want to continue to be in that world right. and and, and yeah. i'm just really I, if it was just fox i'd have no problem but now that it's disney uh, okay so now let's get the political correctness in there okay let's now talk you know and it's just gonna be like uh disney you're just gonna fuck it up like you do everything it, else the, see the problem for me is kind of the apes the original was great just like the original halloween was great but everything past that is <laughs> just treacle it's just bleh why have it back. why, why you watch back. you take that back right now when you can go to i'm going to jump into that screen and i'm going to force you to take never that back. Be topped. get your hands off of me you damn filthy ape oh come on oh no come on beneath was awesome escape was awesome conquest was awesome battle was but for awesome. the wrong reasons because they're terrible no because they're great movies they're they're really fun good so movies that follow bad. a timeline so see this is this is hilarious because you two generally agree on most stuff Except but now, now you're I'm arguing, and I love it. Because it, it's Hollywood. Well, he so. also loved the last modern uh, 
Planet of the Apes, and I was dumb enough to go out and pay f- for a ticket to see that, and that was so bad. I did like Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes, oh. if that's the one you're referring to. I wish they would have done a sequel, because then it would have been like the book. And the book is all takes place with apes driving cars, they're in buildings, they're driving, you know, flying planes. That sounds awesome. And that would have been what Tim Burton could have done, is if he made a sequel. And I really think that Planet of the Apes is... People give it a hard time. Hey, I I'm I also like the new Matrix movie. You know, I thought it was great. Um, I actually thought it was better than the last two sequels. All right, so, guys. All right, we're, we're almost. He's the guy that also loved Alien Beasts. So there uh, you okay. go. All right, all right, guys. Let's let's not attack. You know, I'm I'm diving. I'm diving. I wouldn't mind working with any of these people someday. <laughs> yes, exactly. So she's not going to say a so word. I love she... all of you guys. <laughs> well, see, that's just it. You guys are in the biz, even you know, however remotely. I'm not, so I'm free to say whatever. Yeah, he has no interest. Like, if he does anything, he does stuff in my films or whatever, and that's it. You know, I don't think he's going to be, you know, asking to go into any other people. Or Mummy Shark. And, Mummy Shark. If, if Mummy Shark gets made, you know, uh, <laughs> he'll he'll ask to that be in that. He wants fantastic. I want in. See, see even Liz. See, see even Liz wants in. I, that I movie. put a, I put a poster up on Facebook for it, and people seem to like it. So you know. Maybe Liz, one day he's got. Uh, John's got a million things to do right now. We need a let movie him, called Mummy Shark. Let him make those things first, and then we'll 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 sell. I'm uh, being Mummy yelled Sh- at by backers for not doing stuff. I'm like two years behind on everything. So. Yeah, so let him do his things before. Then we'll then we'll get SRS to fund, uh, you know, or whatever. And then John, I'll give you Mummy my Shark my, we'll my idea it. for Axmas Mummy. Axmas Mummy. Okay. Um, Xmas Christmas money, mummy. I want to do there a Christmas go. horror film. Yep, talk about wrapping. The mummy's wrapped up in in, in wrapping paper <laughs> with bows. He has like a bow, bows for eyes. Yes, I yes, was thinking yes. you were saying like wrapping, like he's gonna start wrapping. I have this whole movie in my head. Mummy that wraps. See, so, yeah. there you go. <laughs> a wrapping mummy. <laughs> and I'm surprised nobody's done that yet. You know. Um, Anywho, uh, let's let's finish talking about it. Rep Twits Walk Among Us, and then we'll uh, <laughs> we'll go into the stinkometer. I'm sorry, I don't know what movie called that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yours is Invasion of the Reptoids. Oh, I know Which, that movie. Yeah, you do know that movie. Um, and they so yeah, I, I you know honestly, which one? Which everybody say which one do you prefer as the title? I like Reptoids Walk Among Us. Oh, I, do, I don't care. I'm yeah, joking. yeah, Reptoids Walk Among Us is kind of fun. Yeah, Invasion yeah, I, of the Reptoids just sounds sort of like every other thing, but Walks Among Us sounds, I don't know, kind of more fun. I yeah, don't know. a little creepier. Well, and that's just it. It's, it's a little bit more pointed to the plot because the whole idea is that they are walking among us unknown, supposedly. Supposedly. Um, so even they if it's very, fly down in a ship. <laughs> even if it's extremely slowly and, and obvious about it. Um, they're walking among us, uh, and that seems to make more sense as opposed to the invasion because there's what two of them, two and a half really. Well, they're they're Not invading a, 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 a small pond, so yes. that's true. Yeah, so they're sort that's of invading, they... I guess. But not, not, like as small as, not as small as Bigfoot's pond. I'll give them that. <laughs> Ted Moring found an actual pond. Pond. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Roger Corman when it's it conquered the world, when it's really it just conquered a cave. It did no such thing. <laughs> it was a was a pickle from Venus with big teeth. I love it conquered the world. I think it's I gotta, I gotta see that. Movies. It sounds awesome. And it, and it yeah. throws little furry frisbees out there to land on your head. That scared me as a kid. 
It's I have got a whole day free tomorrow, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start exploring some of these. Beverly Garland, baby. Is it on Tubi? Oh, course. Yeah, I don't know. If not, it might be on YouTube for like free. So it's a great Roger Corman movie. Send me a list. Yeah, it's terrible but fun. The evil conquers what? It conquers the world. If you have a full free day tomorrow, then you really should be watching that time travel movie I told you about. <laughs> I already forgot the title. It's and Project I'm Almanac it right or something. Project Almanac, yeah, that's it. See, Liz, that's you're it. lucky you're not over here in Virginia because we have you watching all kinds of ridiculous movies all the time. Hey, I've still got like four days of recovery left, so send me all the recommendations. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Bar- Barn of the Blood Llamas coming your way. Well, no, because you can't. She can't. She has to buy that movie and stuff. Like it's not streaming anywhere. Well, you I'll find, find it stuff. on my sketchy Russian porn site and send it to you. <laughs> uh, no, literally, he, he found a sketchy Russian porn site that apparently actually like has B movies and don't stuff ask me it. why they, for whatever reason they put a bunch of crazy <laughs> movies up there that have nothing to do with porn and I'm like this is great because I can't buy these anywhere else look like, for oh, bloody nun too look for bloody nun <laughs> too because somebody bootlegged it in Russian and we don't know where it came from so bloody nun too okay yeah yeah I, I play the priest who kills himself at the beginning so <laughs> See, and, and I'm, I'm so all, jealous and I'm all in Russian I am dying to play a priest. I've been, well, I've he's been already got the outfit for it, so we're we're doing it. We're putting him in as a priest. Yay! You know, he, it's happening. Oh, it's it's great to be the opposite of of what you really are. So, I mean, me being atheist, uh-huh. I love playing a priest. Uh, me being Democrat, I love playing Republicans. I mean, it's just it's it's one of those things. If you could be the opposite of what you really are, it's fun. Well, the cat's not a total opposite. You'd have to play a female. Now, there you go. <laughs> now, now john's like hey hey hmm. it all depends on how i identify so i i just watched james l edwards had a spot uh, had me and him watch a movie called sunny boy and had david carradine and drag and that was fun you oh, know me God. i'm ready to do anything i don't care i'm ready to walk around in a cow suit i'm ready oh i mean that that's just you normal you no know? <laughs> right 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 that's not that's not you dressed just up paul that's just Paul, Paul in a cow suit, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're heading over to that point, though, right now, to where we're gonna actually rate this and uh, do the stinkometer. Yeah, we didn't really get to talk as much about the film. Yeah, we talked about a lot of other shit. Talked about which, a lot of other stuff. Which I feel bad. Sorry, Ted. Uh, it's okay. I think we it did. I mean, we so pretty much covered the film, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know about you. I, I think we covered the 53-minute version, at least. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, there's not a whole lot beyond reptoids running around slowly killing folks. I mean, that's that's that's, that. that's the go. story, pretty much. No. I, I mean, mean, I do. I will say I do appreciate that he that he with as low as a budget as this is, it actually has the costumes of what the people should be. So mm-hmm. if you're if you we got the two cops, they actually look like cops. We got the right. military guys. They look like they're military guys. You know, even the cheap little sheriff's office is just a chair oh, with a couple. God. Of oh God, characters. Paul hated that. Like, or didn't hate it, but was like, "Oh my God, that's the." But at least you did. It. Like, I've seen on low budget stuff where people will have up stuff that is obviously it's a spare bedroom. Oh yeah, or or you know, a, a children's uh, school, We've suburban Sasquatch. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so I would uh, prefer blank walls and people wanted posters. In their you mind, make so. do with what you've got. 
I mean, we did one uh, for Echo Lake, and ours we had a little little teeny tiny room, and it looked looked okay. I mean, it didn't look like a you know a, the greatest uh, thing. I don't think we shot in there though. I think we just uh, didn't shoot inside. Not the in office. the little room, but you could still see it. We shot in the in the larger room, and um, yeah. I thought it looked pretty good. We did a good job dressing that set. We had an Ed Wood wanted poster that got me so excited. That was fun. <laughs> it was like Ed Wood with a, a wanted Ed Wood. And have you seen like, this man? But it was like it was a. Uh, did you was, guys uh, make it or take it? Because he did have one in jailbait. I yes. think is there's the wanted. Edward Post. So that was right. our reference, right? And everything. And what I did do is we made it and we just took his like normal headshot picture that he has all over the place and put it in there, which I think is the exact, I think it's close to the exact one that they had. But we had our says Echo Lake, you know, stuff right. on the, sure. you know, on the one. Yeah, no, this one, Ted Mooring had a very blank desk with an inappropriate chair and a couple of post-its on yeah, the wall. Yeah, that chair was pretty bad. That was <laughs> that was it. That was bad. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe that, you know, maybe that character had a bad back, you know, and so, you know, George or, is, George's method. So he's, he's like, I need to have like a therapeutic chair because my uh, character odds has are, a bad back. If he shot it around George's house, that's what they had to work with. So, <laughs> right. Well, and I think his locations were good. I love the stuff at the dam. That stuff looked good. And he had some really nice, like, wide shots where you could see the the two cops. Oh, yeah. Some of the camera work is good. I liked it. Yeah, but that went on for way too long. Uh, That scene where they're like, he keeps pulling back and pulling back. I don't know if it was on yours, but ours, it they just kept it going and going. And I was just like, come on. Like, okay. Well, Well, because he was going up to the sun. So he, he had them, he had the, the teacher and the, and, and the nondescript girl walking, no, or wait. No, she was not in it. She was dead nope, by then. She was gone. It was the guy and the cop. That's what, that's yeah, where I was the guy and the cop. It was the guy and the cop that looked like Steve Rudzinski. Remember, yeah. I was like, he looks like Steve Rudzinski. <laughs> but he's supposed, I, as I'm sure he's supposed to be Paul Marco. He's supposed to be that yeah. Celtic uh, yeah. character. So, yeah, so you got them walking off in one direction, the aliens in the other direction. And then the camera kind of pans and it goes up to the sun. And then that's where we go. And I thought it was fine. I thought it looked good. I kind of, well, I kind of I'd liked be it. very curious to see the version that you saw to see if it's tightened up better, or if it's just, you know, the same, only black and white. I, right. I mean, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it because it's on oldies. It's like their, their stuff's on like five bucks or whatever. Oh yeah. That's great. Shipping, so oh like, yeah. I, I think I did a long time ago. I bought like every single movie that oldies had that said Conrad Brooks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it came out to be like $20. We are Conrad Brooks nerds. All three of us. Uh, yeah. Liz- and we're going oh, to get Liz to become one. At some oh, point. I'll, I'll join soon. Yeah. Yay. The Conrad Brooks fan club, unlike the Paul Marco fan club. But it can't just be club. old stuff. It's got to be, you know, Plan 9. You know, it's got to be. we're going to show you Roller Gator, and I'm telling you, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. She's, she's down. I think that is on YouTube now or something, so she might be able to watch it already, you know. Um, Didn't they make a sequel to Roller Gator? No. No. But they I did make two other... Gator two other like movies uh like um and the gator pops up the gator puppet popped up in a movie called that we're gonna we're gonna talk about or are we already no we've already about? we've already talked about it. it's already okay. done so now so we can mention it but it's toad warrior you right. know and right. everything so oh maybe that's what i'm thinking of. yeah because I've, I've seen that one so yeah well one one film that i mentioned to jonathan 
and and I stopped it because I, I said that we need to review it. Is well, we Nazi will. Money. No, we, let's not talk about that because that's coming up yeah. on uh, in upcoming episodes. So I'm done yeah. getting my hands on it. I got 20 minutes into it, and I'm like, I'm turning this off. I'm not finishing <laughs> it. I'm contacting Jonathan. I'm like, this has to be seen. I mean, if we if we thought, what was it? Incredible dope, bulk, whatever it's called. Incre- uh, the amazing bulk. Yeah, bulk, it's like yeah, if you thought yeah. that thing was, you know, I I own that now. I have not seen it yet. I need to watch it. But that I love when that happens. That's ha- Lycan Colony was like that. I was watching and I was like, holy Dark shit. Dark Wolf. Dark Wolf was like that. I wasn't expecting that. I was watching the Or El- even Tower our movie. favorite Blood Predator. That yeah, one was you were not predator. expecting it to be a indie film. You weren't planning it for an in, you know indie film cafe. Came, came out of nowhere. This diamond in my hand. This diamond <laughs> of stink. It was wonderful. Yeah. Paul, Paul loves that when he watches a movie that he's not thinking is going to be any uh, blind ghost and, uh, you know, and uh, doll face and stuff where you just like you see I, these movies and you're like, ah, we, you know. we started watching one. I don't even remember the title of it. But remember, we were watching it for um, quick review. Yeah. And, and it's going to be our uh, it's going to be this season's so movie. Bad. And we're like, we're saving this for any film cafe. Yeah, we'll tell you about it later, John. But I don't. Once again, I don't want to spoil anything that's going to come into the future of you know indie film cafe because that's that's the one thing I love about this show is we don't talk about the movies that we're going to do. We just do them and put them out. And if you people, never know until you, know, you show up and put on the episode, exactly. And we try to do movies like this. I don't think Red Letter Media will touch this movie. You know, I don't think they'll do any of the you know. In, or riff tracks, they're not. Or riff tracks, you know. So red letter media might, if it's like one of their blind ones, you know, where they just go around grabbing stuff, maybe. But otherwise, no, I don't think so. I don't think so because they'd have to get it from oldies. I feel like, and I don't think they shop at oldies. Like I don't think they buy anything from there. I don't yeah. think their stuff is new or anything. I think they, yeah, they're thrift stores and people yeah. send them movies. And so if somebody sent them this, you know, Invasion of the Reptoids, they might, they might do well, it. And that's the other thing too, uh, Liz, when we go to visit in um, Lexington, you're going to have to show us if there's any interesting thrift stores that have, you know, cheap movies out there. We're always looking to see if we can add to our stinky movie collection. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we're definitely at that time now. So let's uh, get to we the stink. Added it out enough. I know. So, Paul, <laughs> uh, can you explain to everybody what the stinkometer is? Okay. So the way we rate our score is by taking three scores, one to ten, by which the greater the number, the more the stink is for that film. So if you think it's a really good film, you'd only give it a one. If you thought it was kind of meh in between, you'd give it a five. And if you thought it was a big old steaming stinky cow pie, you would give it a 10. <laughs> and if you were feeling subtle about it, you can give a half score too. So a four and a half, five and a half, six and a half, that sort of thing. Not a 10 and a half. Um, you could yeah. even give it a zero if you thought it was like the greatest <laughs> film of all time. I don't think you're going to see I don't think we've ever. gotten a zero. No, yet. we've not. We've had a couple of ones, but that's it. Yeah, we've had a couple of ones. Like, I think mm-hmm. I gave Lunatics a Love Story one or and something. You know? Even if it's a really ridiculously bad, stinky movie, we might still love it, but still give it a 10. Usually a 10 means the movie has a lot of problems with it. So 
There you go. Okay. We take three Unlike scores. Paul's review for Alien Beast. <laughs> we take three <laughs> scores, we add them up, and then we see if it's on the stinky ladder, if it gets up to stink heaven, along with all the other uh, 30s that we've had. Now, we have three people here. Um, Paul, do you want to step out of this? Well, like, you can still give your score, but do you want to step out so that or whatever? Or do you want me to step out? It doesn't matter. I don't okay. care. Um, yeah, so what we'll do is you'll still give your score. So, Paul, uh, who wants to start? Who wants to give their, their first I mean, start? if I'm stepping out, I may as well go ahead and, and go up first because I get the feeling mine's going to be a little different than you guys. Um, eight and a half for me. Uh, it's pretty bad, but there's a, there's enough good stuff in there, like some of the camera work and the music and a few of the other things that, you know, even though it's cheap and crappy and ridiculous, make me think, okay, the folks who are making this at least know how to make a movie. And, uh, you know, it's just budget that's holding them back. So has some stink to it, but there's enough stuff in there that make me think, okay, give these guys a few more green stamps and a few more nickels, and they can probably come up with a more entertaining uh, film. So yeah. there you go. Seen much worse. All right. So Liz, do you want to go next? Me? Yeah. I would give it a six and a half because it was pretty bad, but, and maybe because I'm fresh from watching the one we did last night. Oh, that one was but, worse than this. Yes, for sure. I was entertained. I was, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I, th I think overall it just, they were trying to go with that old school uh, vintage horror classic vibe mm -hmm. and i that i got that from it so i was entertained and i, I enjoyed it but it was it was stinky for sure so yeah it's not it's not really good and it's not meh but it's, it's just a little bit above but liz you know that's the that's the key question was i entertained and you know even for me i'm gonna say yes <laughs> yeah but see, Paul likes uh, Paul's entertained by garbage, you know, like you know, <laughs> Neil Breen and whatnot. So this this is actually I can't think this is definitely a step above and above. Oh yeah, garbage, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, the kind of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, what about you, John? Well, I'll say this, you know, talking about like Neil Breen and stuff. I I may be one of those few people that thinks The Room is the one of the worst films ever made. And I only watched it because of the disaster artist. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think the room is god awful. I, I would never watch sure. that again. And everybody seems to love it. So that's so I couldn't. I don't think that I could do like what Paul does. What you know? I just to me, if it's bad, it's it's truly bad. And to me, just the room is just no. It's just horrible. Mm -hmm. And and so um, yeah. So I I can't just watch bad stuff. I mean, every once in a while, I I gotta go watch man of steel or i have to watch something like that to bring me back to normal you know big budget hollywood warner brothers stuff so right. but uh but my review for this i'm gonna give it a five a five yeah because it, it's you know i haven't seen your version and i was entertained by this i like the black and white i love the music and um uh I thought that there, I didn't like that the girl was killed off screen or something. I just, I, I wonder about that. Like, okay, this, that was a weird choice. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to give it a five. It's not meh, but it's, I didn't hate it, but I didn't think it was horrible. I do, if somebody said, oh, let's watch this, I would sit down and do it. Right. But it, I would probably rather watch like Camp Blood 666 or maybe 
what's the other one that he did? The uh, Bloodbath of the House of Knives. Yeah, I've heard of that and stuff. And I yeah. want to that eventually. Yeah, I would rather watch maybe that. But because it's 53 minutes, it's not boring and all that. So I, I would give it a five. And George Stover, Conrad Brooks, and John Link. Yep. And they were all in uh, Revenge of the Devil Bat. And I had, yes. I think Revenge of the Devil Bat is the reason I wouldn't have picked that for this is just because that <laughs> was sort of more boring. You know, that was way more of a throwback to to the to the stuff. This is more fun and goofy. That one was like, oh, God, I, 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 I kind of almost fell asleep, you know and stuff watching that one and that's not saying that's a bad movie it's just he wasn't my you know kind of thing so um this I one i wish i wish i was on that one to be honest so i don't mean to interrupt but i kind of wish i was on it because i'm a huge devil bat fan i devil bat well, is I, one we of didn't my review all-time... it we didn't review it so we weren't going to review it i just watched it and oh uh, okay yeah because yeah. lugosi's devil bat i think is absolutely brilliant I, I love it i even love you know devil bat's daughter and so i was very happy when ted you know, did revenge of, of the devil bat or just, yeah, revenge of the devil bat. So, but it's one of those cases where you're trying to make a bad movie from the, like the fifties. Right. And, the, and that type of stuff, I'm not a huge fan of. And this was sort of like that, but like yeah. more fun and more enjoyable and more silly. And I think that's what I really liked about this movie is that it was very silly, had some moments where I laughed, you know, and, it's more fun also when you see it with other people because you're like, what the fuck are we watching? It, you know? it actually reminded me a lot of Replicator. Yes. That's, that's like what I was a, thinking about it when I was a lower, watching. lower, lower budget version of Replicator. With no not as much nudity or anything. I don't think there was was there any nudity in it? Well, Conrad in, Brooks was in not. this? Yeah, I don't think so. No, no, that was the the one thing that was missing. But of course, if you're trying to recreate one from the fifties, then you wouldn't. Right. So, all right. So my, my thing was originally I was going to go with eight, you know, and so I was up higher like uh, Paul, but I actually moved it down to seven because it's not, it's not the greatest in the world and, but it's not the stinkiest either. We've seen stinkier movies. Yes. Uh, even Jolly Roger, which we had uh, Liz on, that was stinkier than this movie. Yeah. <gasps> That's Gary Jones. <laughs> how, how dare you say that? Who? Isn't the director of that Gary Jones? Oh, Gary Jones, yeah. But it was yeah. stinky. It was a stinky movie. And I like Jolly Roger. It's John Bugler as, as Jolly Roger. You, you, can you can't say that. that and then be like the person on Axe Jack going, I hate this movie. <laughs> you know, like you did on the Axe Giant thing. You were not impressed with Axe Giant. And that's Gary Jones. So, ah, uh, shut up, <laughs> shut up, just back shut on your up, own crap. shut um, up. But yeah, so mature, so mature. Because yeah, so me and me and Madeline were all like, it, it seems to be that me and Madeline Deering love all these things, and John just shits on all of it. And then he did that the same thing with that Knights of the City movie that me and Madeline that was just like awful. That was me, John, exactly. John is playing me when I can't be there. So good for you. <laughs> The story was so dumb, which is why I said we should do Young Warriors. If we're going to do that, then we should do Young Warriors, which is... We will, eventually. It's a canon movie, and, and it's only available on VHS, I believe. And, and you could get it on YouTube. Oh, there you go. 
Um, but yeah, I, I seven for me. So that's seven for me. Uh, yours was five, right, John? And yeah. uh, yours was six and, a half. six and a half. So there you go. That's kind of a, I think that's a perfect, you know, thing for it. And then eight and a half for Paul, you know, and everything, of course. He had to be the one who gives it the stinkiest rating, you know. Um, but honestly, I think that it was it wasn't no, it was not it wasn't nearly as bad as like some movies and, and whatnot have been of that type of film. And even I think honestly, I would watch this over Replicator because we rewatched Replicator and I was like, I don't know, it just feels weird and cringy to watch that movie. Um, <laughs> you know, like now. But this movie was more goofy and fun and like oh we forgot to mention the little two little kids that uh almost get attacked by the by the, by the reptoid yeah, mommy you know. there's a monster oh yeah and then the milf comes out with her baseball bat <laughs> we're we're joking and saying it's milfs versus reptoids <laughs> yeah mom mom is pretty hot yeah yeah i would watch that movie and ted that's your sequel right there milfs versus reptoids Oh, yeah. Uh Liz can be in it. Paul, I don't know if we go I don't know if we visit the same websites regularly or not. Probably not. Probably not. Well, especially if he's watching Russian porn. That's not porn. I'm not watching the porn though. I don't care about that. I'm one there for the stinky movies. You know, you know, Paul, I figured out I figured out who I would you never are. Judge you, Paul. You're, this is American Idol, and you're Simon was a Coswell, Caldwell. Simon Cowell, Simon Cowell, you're Simon Cowell. So John, Jonathan likes it. I like it. Liz likes it. And then, and then all of a sudden you're just like, get out of here. You go, you know, go, you suck. You suck. You know, never <laughs> perform again. That's- I, like it too. I like it too. It's just, you know, I, I see the stink when I, when I see it. And to me, it's great. It's wonderful. I love it. But because it's stinky. Does that make me, <laughs> Paula Abdul. That makes you Paula. What would that make me, Randy? Am I? Uh, <laughs> well, am I, do been... I have to keep calling everybody dog now? Yes, yeah. you do, and yes, you are Paula Abdul. Yes, and then I, I don't know who I am because I, 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 I don't watch the a... show, but I, I, I know enough through cultural leakage to know who uh, Simon Cowell is. You're so. this. You're the substitute uh, Simon Cowell, uh, John. When... Cultural leakage. <laughs> That's Paul for you. Yeah, I try. I, like I don't that. watch TV. I don't listen to the radio. I don't oh read magazines God. or newspapers. And yet, this crap leaks into my life, whether I want it to not. The whole Lizzo thing. I didn't know who she was. I was happy not to know. And now all my Facebook feeds every day, I'm getting 25 messages about, oh, Lizzo did then. These people hate Lizzo and I don't care. I don't <laughs> care who's either side. I just want to get up just enough of them, enough. You know, go back to Coolio. We only got two days of him dying with my messages being blown up about that. You know, it's been five days for Lizzo. It's not or fair. Or people caring about the queen. Yeah, we got like three days no. of that was sad. That it has was sad. nothing to do with us. We fought a whole revolution to get away from that. That's and true, but the royal still... family has done nothing good for its people at all. All right, know, all right. So. Wait, we're going you know, <laughs> on a completely different rant on this. So, um... But she has corgis, so she's getting a point for me just for that. And the Sex Pistols' "Road" song is about her, so I'm I'm happy about that. There you all go. Right. 
All right. Well, thank you guys so much. This has been an awesome episode. I'm really happy to have all all four of us together. Um, Liz, I, you survived. Can you believe it? I know. <laughs> we survived doing another episode. Another. This is the uh, sixth season. So this has been great. Wackadoodle guys. I, uh, I'm surprised that I'm invited back since I'm, I get political on things. So, you know. Oh, I don't care. You know, Paul gets political on shit too sometimes. So I I have to stand that shit all the time anyway, already. Uh, I, and I just I, don't it poisons so much of the of the world. I try to avoid it whenever possible. So. Me too. And that's why I don't talk about it and I'm not political at all. Um Oh, and, I am, unfortunately. Well, I mean I am not on a, not on the show if I can avoid it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we don't talk about that stuff on them on the show at all. I mean, but, you could get political with reptoids, you know, that they are COVID and that everybody that attacks them does not uh, get the, you know, is not wearing a mask, obviously. And well, they don't clearly have the, they're not they sending their COVID shots. They're not sending their best people here uh, to Earth, you know, rapists and killers, you know, these, these non-humans from the center of the world. <laughs> and, they, and, and they are grabbing people by their face. So... <laughs> All right, can we can we stop? I don't want to get canceled, you know. <laughs> I don't want Indie Film Cafe canceled, you know. Let's never. <laughs> so thank you guys so much, uh, everybody. Uh, the next episode, I believe, is Paul's, and we have a special special guest uh, who's going to be joining us. So we can't wait uh, for you guys to hear that episode. So until then, everybody, have a good one, and thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.